Hello, everybody. We are so excited to be back with you again this week for the Better Events podcast. In today's episode, we are doing our guest compilation. We do this every year. So this is our guest compilation from some season three guests. And we asked them a question today, a really important and we think valuable question that you will hear as soon as we get into the episode. And so we hope you enjoy it. We hope that you take this time to reflect. And here we go. Welcome to the Better Events Podcast. Join two event strategists, Logan Clements and Mary Davidson, who believe we can all create, host, and attend better events. In this podcast, you will learn about event strategy and actions that you can use today as an event host, planner, or manager. Hear directly from the people who are creating innovative and inspiring events today and tomorrow and grow your business along the way. Now, let's get started and thanks for listening to the Better Events Podcast. Hi there. Welcome back to another episode of the Better Events Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Logan Clements, and I'm joined by fellow co-host Mary Davidson. And before we jump into this week's topic, which is our guest compilation episode where you're going to hear from a couple of our guests from season three of the podcast, we did want to do a little bit of housekeeping. And just to let you know that we will be taking a break for the holidays. This is our normal break we've done the last two seasons, but this is going to be our second to last episode of 2023. So we have one more week of the, with another episode. And then after that, we are taking a little bit of a two-week hiatus. But don't worry, we will return Wednesday, January 3rd with season four of the podcast, which Mary, I feel like is just crazy Ooh. to say out loud. <laughs> Super crazy. Oh my gosh, season four. And so today we'll go ahead and get into it. But we need to make sure that before we do, we plug something that's so important to us. If you haven't heard about it already, it is the Better Events Conference. We are two weeks away from the conference. And we all know that it can be lonely sometimes in the event industry. So we're here to change it with this conference. We want you to walk away with three new connections and three new game changing techniques to make 2024 the best year ever. And so come to the conference and there'll be ample opportunities for you to be able to do that. And do remember that all sessions will be recorded and they will be released as a private podcast. Well, sorry, most sessions will be recorded and they will be released as a private podcast so that you can take the content on the go and re-listen well into 2024. And there is going to be moments where I'm sure you're going to be like, oh my gosh, remember that thing that we heard that that person was talking about? Well, the great thing is that you can pull it up on your phone and actually listen to wherever you are. You don't have to go back to the platform. So we hope that this is going to be helpful for you. You can visit bettereventspod.com slash conference to learn more and purchase your tickets. And we hope that you can join us. Now it's time to get to our conversation starter for the start of this episode. Logan, what is one thing that puts you in the holiday mood for this festive time of year? It's a great question, Mary, because there's so many things that make me feel festive. But I feel like if I had to pick one thing, it is definitely having my Christmas tree up in our living room and just doing everything by – I love twinkle lights. Listeners, you know this. It's in my like travel kit. When I go places, I bring twinkle lights. So I just feel like there's nothing cozier than like reading or sitting in our living room by like the light of – the Christmas tree. I also have some other twinkle lights around in the room too. And it just makes me feel so, so cozy, which again, it just made and, and festive. So uh, I feel like it's just having my Christmas tree in my, I have a little tiny one here in my office uh, that I love as well. So Mary, how about you? What gets you in the festive mood? I would say I, I totally agree with what you said, but I also just love that. And then you turn on some music, some like chill holiday music. I love that. And then a nice little cup of hot cocoa, and I'm there. I just want to sit in that moment for the entire year. I love it. 
I know it is one of those uh, with my travel schedule this year. I didn't get to like lean into the holidays as much as I normally do where my stuff is up in like early November. And I almost put it up in October before I traveled. And then I was like, that's too early. And then current me is wishing I had done that because it has then been a furious, quickened experience to try to get the tree up as quick as possible so I can enjoy it for as much as I can. But Anyway, that hopefully listeners starts you thinking about what gets you festive. If feel free to send us a message if you want to share or comment, you know, on our Instagram of what gets you in the festive mood. But a little bit about why we chose this week's topic. We have done this now for our last two seasons. And it's just a fun revisit for us with our guests from season three of the Better Events podcast, where we can follow back up with them and give you another touch point that maybe we'll start to put a bug in here to go back and re-listen to some of their episodes if you missed it. But Mary, we had 12 episodes featuring guests this season, and I was re-looking through the whole list, and I was like, I mean, it's a pretty darn amazing list of people (laughs) that we were able to get here on the podcast. Uh, And so I feel like it's just one of the questions that we asked them this year. In the past, we've asked two questions. This one's kind of a two-parter, though, was we asked our guests, what's one thing you want to leave behind in 2023 and one thing you want to start or add in 2024. And while you're kind of listening to what our guests have to say, Mary and I have not heard these clips before, so we're going to be reacting in real time along with you. I just hope this gives you a little bit of time to also reflect on maybe what how you would answer that question of what you want to leave behind and what you want to start. Now, before we hear from our guests, it's only fair, I feel like, Mary, if we first get put in the hot seat and answer this question. So, Mary, I'm going to ask you first, what's one thing that you want to leave behind in 2023 and one thing you want to start or add in 2024? I have so many things to say about this. So I'm just going to pick one and we'll save them the rest for coming episodes where I'm sure we're going to talk more about these sort of things. So my one thing that I want to leave behind is poor time management. And in 2024, I'm just excited to take life by the reins and freaking manage my time better. Is it so hard? Yes, it is. But we're going to do it. So that's it for me. I feel passionately about that one. But Logan, what about you? What's something that you want to leave behind? Oh, gosh, Mary, I'm like, are we the same person? Because I feel like for me, something I want to leave behind in 2023 is a little bit of that like hustle mentality and and scarcity mindset that I just have to go, go, go. And if I'm not going, you know, something's wrong. I really want to leave that behind because what I want to start or add in 2024 is prioritizing my free time because I was looking back at my monthly reflections in my passion planner. Sorry, listeners. You know, this is the time of year we're going to mention them in every single episode. Uh, just looking back at what my lessons are learned every month. And it's always that I'm like, I have creative ideas when I give myself space. And I give myself free time. And I I just, I think I forget that. And when I start to reflect on things, again, when did I have my big ideas? When do the ideas come freely? Uh, why we have a podcast note on our phone, Mary, because I feel like for you and I, our ideas come in the car or on a walk or out and about. And so wanting to create more of that free space for myself um, to get to just lean into you know, my own time, but also spending time with those that I care about and making sure that I'm prioritizing them as I continue to grow my career. I think that's amazing and so true. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I want to talk more about this, but instead we should hear from our guests. (laughs) So our first guest that we'll listen to is from Laura Yarbrough Lloyd. And Laura was the guest on episode number 97, which was the Event Pros on the Go Retreat Debrief. 
And so, Laura, thanks for joining us for that conversation. And now we're going to hear from Laura. So here we go. 2024 is the year that I'll add more learning to my days and weeks, which may sound surprising if you know me well, because I'm an avid and lifelong learner, but I really want to diversify my learning and do it in a really intentional way and have a genuine reason behind it that I'm doing it for myself. I used to be really big into adding credentials and certifications to my portfolio, and I'm proud of what I do have, and I'm not going to stop doing those things, but I'll no longer do it just because I think that's what others want to see. So that is no longer a strategy of mine unless that kind of learning is for myself. I don't want to do it just to be hired for some kind of job or role. So yeah, 2024 learning for me, like I started in 2023, but with more focus, more time. There are so many things that aren't directly related to events that will still benefit your career in events, like learning languages. Not only is it interesting and makes traveling more fun, it helps when you have different language speakers at your event or even in your team. Sign language is another huge one that is on my learning docket. Always wanted to learn it, and it's just an added bonus that it could be useful for events. And there are other things you could learn too. Even if you could learn something that interests you and that meant the difference in hiring someone to do it for you or doing it yourself, whether it's at home or at an event, why not learn it? And even learning a new skill for hobbies. I love to run, but I want to learn more about the body mechanics and the science behind it because dedicating time to my hobbies makes me show up better at work. So that's my goal for 2024, adding learning for me not learning for anyone else and add in the structured and intentional time like spending one day a week just to learn and not feeling bad if I do it during the work day. So many good tidbits, Laura. <laughs> Mary's like, <laughs> round of applause, round of applause for Laura. You're here. I loved that. Yeah. I think that was so important what she said there of adding more, adding more learning for her and, and not for what other people assume you feel like you need to do. Cause I think that's just, that's such an, an important, you know, differentiation of not getting it cause you should, but because you feel like it's going to be something that adds to your toolkit. Yeah. I feel like we're inundated with like things that we can spend our time on. And there are so many educational opportunities out there, which I think is amazing that there are these resources out there that we can take advantage of, but wow, to be intentional about what you're actually really trying to learn, I think is such a good point. Like if we're going to do it, let's do it right? And in an impactful way, for sure. So love that. Plus, shameless plug, we already know that Lara is coming to the Better Events Conference on Wednesday, yes, December we 20th. So <laughs> talk about some intentional learning. If you want to join Lara on her intentional learning, hopefully we see you there on the 20th. Let's get into our second guest that we're going to hear from is Kat McDevitt, who was from episode 119, our tips for managing exhibitors at your next event. And we, before we listen to her clip, I do want to give an extra shout out and thank you to Eventme for being, Mary, what I would call our first official partner of the Better Events Conference. We've had some in-kind partnerships with other uh, organizations and different platforms, but they were one that came in strong this year with season three. And we are, we are so grateful for their and Kat's partnership. But let's hear what Kat would either leave behind in 2023 and maybe something she wants to start in 2024. Hi, Mary and Logan. So 
something that I am hoping to leave behind in 2023 is definitely clutter. I feel like a lot of us can probably relate in the event planning industry, but I have made it my mission this year to really get organized. I've been really trying to focus on decluttering my workspace and starting 2024 off on a positive stress-free and organized note. I had a great year this year traveling to so many different events across the country and helping them organize and streamline their planning processes. So I am super excited to continue that in 2024 and so are all of us over on the Event Me team. So we're looking forward to a great year. Here, here, Kat. Oh my gosh. I have been cleaning out my office for the last like three days. It looks like a disaster in the parts that you cannot see if you're watching us on YouTube. <laughs> and that's just how it goes sometimes. You got to make clutter to get rid of clutter. And I resonate with that completely, Kat. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, especially as planners, I feel like sometimes for me, my personal space can be indicative of my brain. And just when I'm really busy and you know doing many, many things at events, things become more cluttered, my room, my office. And when everything is just kind of zen and reset, it's a nice, like like a reset button. Just everything's put away in its place. So, and end of the year is a great time to do that, I feel like, of just revisiting why you have certain things that you're holding on to. Yeah, absolutely. A nice fresh start to the next year. Now we're excited to hear from our third and final guest featured today from Shannon Doe Nicholson from episode 117. And this was about providing the value of events to internal stakeholders. It was a great episode. Go give it a listen if you didn't hear it before. But let's hear what Shenandoah has to say. One thing I want to leave behind in 2023 is events with no purpose. Events that just happen because they're on the calendar already and we do them year after year. So whether it is a hosted event that we do all the time or it's participation in a trade show, I want to leave behind events that aren't really impacting our goals and objectives for our organization and for our departments. And what I'd like to add in 2024 is more community. I'd love to see more events really nurturing their communities throughout the year, not just in the weeks before and a couple weeks after the live event bringing that experience to a year-round event that people remember and that people want to stay connected to. I mean, it's not a surprise that Shannon Doe was a friend of the pod with, I feel like, the minute she said le events, leaving events with no purpose, Mary, I saw your face light up that it was like, here, here. <laughs> <laughs> EP events, events with a purpose. <laughs> yeah, a little, little plug for Mary's company. It's it's all in the name. Um yeah. Thank you, Shannon Doe. I mean, that was so great. I I don't know. I love hearing from listeners. I love hearing from our guests and getting to kind of take their experience and what's pri like a priority for them, I think was so interesting just to hear there, Mary. And like, I, I just feel like it all resonates. And the hard part is if you had to answer this listeners and pick one thing to leave behind and one thing to start, you know, which would it be? Because I feel like I felt myself identifying with each of our guests answers being like, yeah, I want to prioritize that. I want to prioritize that. But we can't prioritize five or six things. I feel like that's the trap I get into sometimes as I try to do too much. But how about you, Mary? What was like a key takeaway from listening to our, our guests? You know, I feel like if I think about this episode that we did last year, when we looked at the guest compilations from the previous season, um, there were, we were still coming, you know, 
through and out of the pandemic. And I think a lot of this was like, we want to simplify. We learned how to simplify during that time. And then I feel like for me really quickly, life just like caught up and I was like crazier than ever. But I missed that time just of like having less honestly happening. And so when I hear these um, guests takeaways that we've just listened to for this season, it kind of makes me think of simplifying and how it seems like people, you know, obviously we asked them to pick one thing, like you were saying, Logan. So of course it sounds simple, but I think the idea of focusing on one thing and then choosing some of these things to make your life simpler, to have purposeful events, to declutter, to really focus on how you're learning. These are all things that to me just simplify your life a little bit more. And that is something that I'm all about. I, I love that. I love to hear it. Um, and I hope that we can remember that because it just gets freaking crazy sometimes. And we have to have to really consciously choose these things to focus on and what we want to leave behind. Yeah, it is hard to take it kind of out of the season that we're in where it is the season of reflecting and thinking back. And then it's like, how do we remind future us, you know, five months down the road when we're in busy spring event season, you know, some of these important, important takeaways. I think for me, it's going to be trying to work different check-ins with myself on that thing I want to leave behind and thing I want to start. Um, we talked about in our goal setting, and I know we're going to have that in seat the start of season four, talking about goal setting, uh, that I like to pick a word every year to kind of help me help guide my decisions. And I put it up on a whiteboard here that I can see in my office all the time of just kind of trying to remind myself because, yeah, it is so easy just to I feel like it's saying yes to it for if you're simplifying, it's saying yes to a few things. And then you realize all these yeses pile up into a lot of things. So how do you kind of simplify the process to keep it simple? <laughs> mm -hmm. How do you how do you make it easier um, to to stick to these goals that we're setting? And listeners, we'd love to hear the, the things that you would leave behind and then the things that you want to bring into 2024. So do reach out to us. You can reach out to us in so many ways. Email us. On social media, you can send this message. You can even, if you're listening to this on Spotify, I think you can answer a Q&A question. So just pretend like this is the question and go ahead and answer it there and we will see your responses. We're excited to, to learn from you as well. Any other reactions or takeaways today, Logan? I just think I hope you sit and get to reflect on this. I mean, and it's also fun to, we think about this, you know, it's, I feel like event our podcast is about events, it's about work, but we are holistic humans and we're more than just our job. So this is even a fair question for you to pose to you for your personal life. It could also be something if you have a partner or a significant other that the two of you could sit down and answer these questions, this question of what do you want to leave behind and what do you want to start and see how your line, your, your things match up or your family if you have little ones. I don't think your cats or dogs are going to give you a good answer here, but you know, little little humans could could also respond to this. Um, so I just hope you take that time. And again, that's that's just here to get us thinking. So before we get into our bonus tip for the episode, it is that time of year. It's that season of giving. And so we do want to encourage you listeners, if you are loving what you're hearing and you have yet to leave us a review wherever you're listening to podcasts, this is the time to do it. And I we decided to make it as simple as possible. So I'm going to talk to you listeners. If you're joining us on Apple Podcasts, all you got to do is open your phone, click the better events that appears under the title of this episode. It's going to take you to the our, our show page. Scroll down until you see ratings and reviews. And they got it so simple. It's one click. This isn't even, we say it's like three minutes, one click. You can give us five stars. If you feel like you want to write us a review, we had some folks who've been doing it recently and it makes us so happy. Please, we love hearing from you. Consider leaving us a review on Apple. And Mary, help out our Spotify listeners. How can our Spotify friends leave us a review? 
you can leave us a review on Spotify by also pulling out your phone, like Logan said, and click and go to the episode. And in this episode, click see all episodes at the bottom. I am literally doing it as I'm talking about it to make sure that this is correct. And I'm sure that it is. So you click see all episodes at the bottom and then you select about at the top of the page. And then you can click on the 4.8 stars. Thank you from 38 people. Thank you. Those 38 people. You could be number 39th or more, depending on when you hear this. And you can go ahead and review that and select your stars and rate the show. So hope you can do it. We'd love to hear from you. Please send us that feedback. It's super helpful for us and helps us as we grow the podcast community. So now that brings us to the end of our episode and our bonus tip. So Logan has our bonus tip today. Let's hear it. What do you got for us today, Logan? This week's bonus tip kind of aligns with our festive conversation starter, but my festive hack right now has been to make my apartment feel a little bit more cozy in my office is to put the Yule log on my TV screen. So Netflix has a Yule log you can watch for free if you have an account. YouTube also has a plethora of them. Mary, you mentioned you love some cozy music. I found some of these have music built into them. But right now what I've been doing for the month of December is I actually have it on an iPad and it's like within my line of sight from my desk. Right now I'm pretending that I'm sitting by the fire. And I did that the other day on my big TV while I read a book next to my Christmas tree. And now I have a little one in my office on my iPad and it's just so much fun to give you a little cozy vibe while while you're working. And this hack does continue. I feel like you can do Yule Logs way after Christmas, like January, February when it's dark and, you know, mm-hmm. for us in the Pacific Northwest to give you a little moment of cheer. I love that. So festive, certainly. Um, and Logan mentioned this today and I love the idea. So Logan, half this day I have my iPad now near me and I had a Yule Log and it's been wonderful. So thank you for the tip. I already have learned from it. Hopefully you all can too. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening to another episode of the Better Events Podcast. You can find us and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and, and LinkedIn at Better Events Pod. You can email us at bettereventspod at gmail.com. And you can visit our website, bettereventspod.com. Check out the slash conference page on our website to learn more about the conference as well. We hope to see you at the conference and make sure you get your tickets today. And you can also check out the show notes. And thank you so much again for listening. We will be back with you again next Wednesday. 